Welcome back to another episode of Goddess Unbound. We are so happy to have you here. I'm Alina. I'm Kaden. And we are international besties who have never met in real life. But what is real life? Join us weekly to break the social taboos and to unbind your soul to live as your most authentic self. In this podcast, we talk about the divine feminine, energetics, holistic health, psychology, the law of attraction, and so much more. Before we begin, we'd like to invite you to drop in and take a breath with us. Inhale. Exhale. Hey, welcome back to another episode. We are on episode four, holy crap, and today we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs. I love (laughs) this topic. I've worked very closely with limiting beliefs, and I just wanted to kind of get the ball rolling and start us off with a very generalized idea slash definition of what limiting beliefs are and how they kind of show up and manifest. So limiting beliefs are your mind's way of saving you in dangerous or difficult situations when you were a kid. And this can happen roughly between the ages of three and six. Anytime before three is normal and anytime after six is normal, three and six is usually just like this the threshold. How that protected you or showed up for you is by creating an interpretation of the events that were happening around you for you to be able to cope and adapt to them in the best possible way. And that can easily manifest in your adult life or early adult life. Kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of distort what's actually going on around you and cause you to think negatively in really any way across the board. It can be negatively to yourself. It could be negatively to a situation. But your ego from your childhood only will recognize the feelings inside of your body. It doesn't recognize what's actually happening in real time. So if you're feeling the same emotions that you felt in early childhood, which most of us do, your ego will recognize that as, okay, I need to keep the nervous system regulated and I need to keep myself safe. And and to do so, I'm going to reintroduce these beliefs that we used when you were a child. And this is what's going to regulate the nervous system in this moment. As an adult, yeah, that's great. Like your ego is trying to keep you safe and it deserves respect and love and all the good things, just like every other aspect of your body and your life does. Because the ego does not understand what's actually happening, it can limit you in every single area of your life if you are not aware and if you are not careful of when you allow the ego to come out and tell you you're not good enough, you're not worthy, or that you're not capable, or they're not smart enough, or that you're not ready, you don't know enough. Because in early adulthood, you know, we're experiencing life and we're trying to figure out where to go and who to be and, and what to do. And these limiting beliefs can come up and say, no, 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 don't do that. You don't know what's coming. You don't know anything about that. And that is unsafe. Do not do that. 
And that will translate into you're not worthy, you don't know enough, you're not smart enough, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I can go on forever, but that's a pretty quick generalized idea of what a limiting belief kind of is. I tried to make that as quick as possible. But Alina, do you have anything to add to that? Thank you so much, Kaden, for this really, really good definition of yours. The only thing I want to add is that limiting beliefs are so often found in self-doubt and in holding yourself back and in fear and imposter syndrome because most of the time you have imposter syndrome and fear based on limiting beliefs. Mm. And limiting beliefs also get in the way on what you think is possible for yourself mm. and keep you from really living your happiest, most fulfilling life. And I think this is why it's so important to talk about this topic today. So, Kaden, do you want to share your own experiences with limiting I beliefs? Do. Ooh, I'm excited. So, I guess I'll start from the beginning when I first noticed limiting beliefs, and I think I didn't I didn't give them the name of limiting beliefs, and I I I believed these limiting beliefs for a long time. And I believed them while I was aware of them. And I would say I became aware of them around my 18th or 19th birthday. I was going through a lot. I was not in a good place. I was kind of lost and didn't really know where to go. And I was just like tired of feeling like crap and tired of wanting more for my life but also like being convinced by my own self that I wasn't worthy of it and I wasn't capable and you know like this is my life is just like a sad life and I'm just going to be depressed and not know how to get out of it and I just wouldn't stand for that anymore. So about a year later, I actually understood the term limiting beliefs. You know, here and there I would put it into practice, you know, like, oh hey, like this is a limiting belief. I don't want to believe this so I would just tell myself the opposite and hoped that that worked and it wasn't until I went into my own coaching container where I was coached that we actually did a practice to reverse them which I will go into a little bit later in this episode but a lot of my limiting beliefs were all across the board meaning in every aspect of my life they were heavily present in my relationships, both intimate and friendships, in my career, in my mm -hmm. finances, in my creativity, in my physical activity, in my home environment, in every aspect you could possibly think of, in my spirituality even, limiting beliefs were present. A lot of them were, you don't know enough, you're not capable, you're not deserving. Who are you to think that you are deserving of this? Who are you to think that you can be selfish in taking care of yourself or that you can be selfish in wanting more out of your life? You're this little drop in the ocean. Who are you to own your life, you know? It got so intense and it was in every aspect of my life. I mean, it stopped me from making friends. It stopped me from becoming a health coach. It stopped me from digging deeper in my late teen years. It stopped me from a lot of things. That's not that's not even the tip of the iceberg. It really, really stopped me from loving myself. It stopped me from getting to know who I 
am. It stopped me from being connected not only to myself and not only to other people, but to source and spirituality as a whole. It was honestly so debilitating. And once I learned how to break free of that, my entire life changed. So yeah, I think that's a good stopping point. I think that's like an overall gist of my story. It was very intense and very dark and lonely and scary. As soon as I made the shift, everything changed. Mm -hmm. Alina, I want to know your experience with limiting beliefs and how that controlled your life. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, so as you, I had a, I have a huge history with limiting beliefs as well. And I believe everyone does. For me, it also started in my childhood as like limiting beliefs. I know that you see that in the beginning are normally formed in your childhood. And even if you have the perfect parents, mm-hmm. you will still have limiting beliefs because first of all, I believe that no matter how great your parents are, nobody in life is perfect and no situation is perfect and life gets in between so often, right, when we are like in a stress situation or something. And also just remember that not only your parents, your influences when you are a child, but also other persons around you, like your whole family, other friends and other authorities, mm-hmm. basically like teachers. You know, even random people, right. <laughs> even strangers, yeah. like even so strangers, you could um, create limiting beliefs or that could cause you creating limiting beliefs. So if you say you don't have any limiting beliefs at all, I would just go so far to say this is not true or you might not be aware of that you're having them. But that's okay because we want to dive into on how you can detect these limiting beliefs as well. So in my personal experience, my limiting beliefs mainly didn't even form from my parents, but from other persons, I would say. And then the tricky thing is with limiting beliefs that when you first have the seed planted and you will water it and give it sunlight, even it's like a bad seed, it will grow. Right. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it, <laughs> as it has been planted and um, you have these triggers and you are in different situations or you experience things that will trigger these limiting beliefs and they will come out again, they will get stronger. And for me, when I really realized that I have them or what they are, um, I think it was like four or five years ago, maybe, or even six years ago, but I really started working on them, I think, three years ago. Yeah, but before that, I always knew that I had this judge. I'm just calling it judge now in my head. And I think everyone does as well. This judge is saying to you that you're not worthy of it or um, adopting everything. And the judge kind of goes hand in hand with me with limiting beliefs. I just imagine it like a like random like person that is kind of in your head. And for me, it... Yeah, it was also a really hard time because it was similar as for you, Caden, that it also affected really every part of my life, my relationships, my career, my education, my personal development, 
spirituality as well. Like really everything. And I also always thought that this is just how it is and I cannot change mm -hmm. it. These are just the given circumstances and I cannot control them. I cannot change them. When I realized that I actually can, it was such a relief. But at the same time, I knew that I have to put a lot of work in it. Because as I already said, when you water them and when you give these beliefs sunlight, they will grow stronger. And when you have strong limiting beliefs, it also takes a longer time to rewrite them then. This is also why I'm so passionate about just the white education here because I think it's so sad and it makes me really so upset to think about so many people who don't know that they can control what they are thinking and that they can control when you can control your thoughts you can also control your actions and the outcome of everything you will realize that things are happening differently because when you only focus on the negative things and played it thousands of times in your head before it even happened Even though it might not happen physically, it did thousands of times in your brain. And as Caden said in the beginning, our subconscious cannot see if something happened really in the physical world or only in our brain. Yeah, I think this is why it's so important to talk about the ways as well how we can change that. But before we do this, I would also like to ask you, Caden about your story related to limiting beliefs because now I know we touched on limiting beliefs but as we both know there's also always a story that we tell ourselves when it comes to limiting beliefs so I would like to ask you what your story is or was. Yeah so are you I just want to clarify are you talking like my story with limiting beliefs or the stories And the limiting beliefs that I would say to myself. The stories that you would say to Ooh, yourself. Ooh, I love this. Okay, yeah, for sure. So start with career and education because that was a huge one for me. And I feel I've grown so, so much in such a little amount of time um, considering. But I used to have this dream that I would be of service and that I would heal and, you know, I would help people for a living. And before I did the work, I wouldn't even let myself get that far. It would be No, 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 no. Don't even go there because how are you, this little drop in the ocean, going to come up with all of the things that you need to know and need to do in order to show up that way? I wouldn't even let myself go there. I wouldn't even let myself dream because it was met with, you don't know enough. That's my, I would say that's one of my biggest limiting beliefs is that you don't know enough. Therefore, you're not capable enough. Therefore, you're not worthy enough because if you were, you would know enough to do this. That was a spider web recipe for disaster because mm -hmm. I don't have to know much of anything really to be an authentic human being on this planet sharing her journey. I am worthy just by being here, just by waking up this morning, just by welcoming this new day. I'm worthy of being here and my journey is not yet completed and I get to experience what the journey is going to be from this moment on. I am capable because 
I have infinite resources. They're nowhere but within me. Yes. So that was a really profound shift for me. That one right there. I also had limiting beliefs around relationships, which were more of stories rather than limiting beliefs. And what I mean by that is seeing my parents' dynamic. My parents were never married or together when I was conceived and brought into this world. So from the womb, I had this sense of abandonment because, you know, my parents weren't together. My dad was in my life, but my parents were not together. So there was no loving relationship of two people when I came into the world. And that stuck with me till early adulthood. So I never really felt worthy of the love of somebody else just because in utero, like how do you understand that as a gr- as a growing fetus? You know, like how do you understand that energy of mm-hmm. not having that? In early, early childhood, both of my parents would date other people and, and bring me around them and then they'd end badly, whether it was just a bad breakup or if it was a violent breakup or a messy breakup. And I saw a lot of that and I remember telling myself, you know, I'm not going to do that. Like I'm not going to repeat this cycle almost. But I could tell myself that and I could want that, but I wasn't overriding that subconscious. I wasn't overriding the programming that was already in my body. So that turned into I was only attracting relationships, both friendships and romantic partners that were destructive, whether the other person knew it or not, whether I was the toxic one, whether they were the toxic one. It was just destructive because all I saw around me was destruction and chaos And so that was another big limiting belief for me. And I think I will end on one more, which is a little bit of a newer one. It's something I'm still kind of working through at the moment. And that is my capability as a whole getting the most out of this life. And it's not so much that I don't believe that I have the capabilities. I do. It's more of the little moments where my ego grabs a hold of my conscious mind and tries to convince me that what I'm doing is not for the greater good or what I'm doing doesn't really benefit anyone or is not making an impact. And it takes me a little bit to come back and say, you know what? No, like sit down, ego. I'm good. I'm safe. I know I'm making an impact even like we said at the beginning of this podcast, even if it's one person. That's good for me. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of a little insight into the biggest limiting beliefs that I've found in the last couple of years across the board and whatever way you want to put it. Each of those can kind of fit into every aspect of my life in one way or another. So Alina, the stage is yours. Yes. First of all, thank you so much, Kanan, for being so raw. And honest with us today and also vulnerable. And I just quickly wanted to touch on on something that you said overriding. This is a keyword here because I feel like a lot of people, when they first get to know the concept of limiting beliefs, they think, ah, okay, great. In order to change these limiting beliefs or in order to rewrite them in a way, it's just enough 
to say positive affirmations every day. And I mean, this is great. I love affirmations and affirmations are really powerful. But as Caden said, it's really important here to first, before you do this, kind of delete or also wrong program that you had for years. I like to see it like if you were a laptop, for example, and or a computer, and when you get a virus, you first need to get rid of the virus before you can install other new things, right? Mm -hmm. So if you look at yourself like this in a way, it kind of will make more sense that first you have to get rid of the old of the negative before you can welcome the new into your life. I would also like to talk a bit about my story or the story that I told me. And I think I also want to highlight quickly what the difference between limiting beliefs and your story is. So limiting beliefs are more generalized, like Caden gave up couple of examples like I'm not worthy, not enough. And as Kaden also said from her example, a story is more something like a characteristic that you tell yourself what kind of person you are or something. She experienced, for example, the relationships from her parents. And this is how a whole story began to form there. These are not only one or two beliefs, but this is like a whole thing. It's like a whole story story related to relationships. So I hope um, this made it a bit clearer for you. And now I would also like to dive into my story, I guess. So the biggest limiting beliefs I had, I was that here, where I am not enough. I am not beautiful enough. I am not intelligent enough. I am not creative enough, etc., etc. And I am not worthy. So these were also like the biggest things for me. This really affected then, yeah, also my story that I told me. I always told myself the story of being this person who is not capable of doing that or not capable of doing this, does not deserve when something good happens or does not deserve when a good opportunity comes. And for me, the biggest story was telling me that I'm this anxious, depressive girl and that always going to be sad. I'm always going to have negative thoughts and that these thoughts will always control my life in a way or this anxiety and this depression that I will never find a way out of it and that it will always be like this and that I will never be happy. Yeah, this, this was a really tough one. And I mean, I worked many, many years on them. Finally, I'm at a stage now where I just enjoy life, where I'm happy, where I know that I'm worthy. I know that I'm enough of everything that I desire. And we all are. We are all worthy. Just the fact that we are humans living on this planet Earth makes us worthy of having this life. And it makes us worthy of having every little thing that we want. Because you are deserving. We are all deserving. And there's enough for every single one of us. Because the universe mm -hmm. is infinite. 
this brings me to the ways to rewrite limiting beliefs or to overcome limiting beliefs. So, Kaden, why don't you just share with us your ways that you developed over time on how to overcome limiting beliefs? Yes. And after we take a moment to celebrate Alina for sharing that, I know talking about anxiety and depression in general can be a very, very vulnerable thing and a very private thing. Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that you felt comfortable even talking a little bit about that with me, let alone our podcast is honorable and admirable and I love you and I appreciate you for sharing that but yeah thank you so me, much Kaden of course Happy you too <laughs> I will jump into a few tips as far as recognizing them the limiting beliefs getting them out and shifting them so let's start with recognizing limiting beliefs and Alina if you have other forms or, or ways mm -hmm. that you go about it. I'm really excited to hear yours too. But what has worked for me is to basically get out your journal or piece of paper and write out a category for relationships, finances, career, and personal growth. I mean, I usually start with those four. If I feel like I need to do a big old clean out, I'll start with those four and then kind of branch out if I want to get a little bit deeper into different categories. And then I just start thinking like, okay, what thoughts do I think in regards to my relationships that aren't energy giving or aren't life giving that don't make me feel like my soul is on fire? And I'll write them down and they can be simple ones like I'm afraid people judge me or I'm afraid of this or I'm afraid of that and it can be as grand as I'm afraid to open my heart because I don't want to be hurt or judged you know you know you get what I'm saying so you do that for all four aspects of your life you'll get a pretty generalized idea of all of the things that you think that aren't energy giving that bring you down that make you feel polarizing emotions. And while you're doing this, I do want to note because it's kind of important to bring light to the fact that you might be emotional. You might feel vulnerable. You might feel exposed because it's hard to really look at the way that you speak to yourself in the face when you know it's not sunshine and rainbows, when you know you need to work on it mm -hmm. and you look it in the face it can bring up a lot of emotion. So I encourage you while you're doing this exercise to pause if you need to pause and go for a walk. Cry if you feel like you need to cry. Dance it out. You all know I love just dancing it out. But once you feel comfortable in your list that you've made, select a few from each category. So it could be like two to four from each category. And then I want you to rewrite them, but in a positive way. So if For example, one of your limiting beliefs is I'm not worthy. The positive affirmation or the positive truth will be I am worthy of everything I desire simply by being here. Do that for every single one that you've selected. Usually you'll feel called to select the ones that are most present for you. And once you have all of those positive truths 
rewritten, I want you to go into your phone, into your voice memos, and record yourself reciting the positive truths that you just wrote down. So you'll hit record and you'll say, I am worthy of everything I desire. And then the next one can be, I am capable of everything that I want to do because I am smart enough or what have you. And once you're finished with that recording, I challenge you to listen to that for one full week. When you wake up in the morning, just hit play on that recording and listen to yourself. Tell yourself these positive truths that you've come up with to combat those limiting beliefs and those stories that you've told yourself. And what that does for your subconscious and your brain is it actually begins to rewire your brain and retrain your subconscious to believing the positive truths and to letting go of the negative limiting beliefs that you're being told. When you listen to your own voice talking back to you, it's communicating to your brain and your subconscious that I am safe right now listening to these positive truths, listening to I am worthy of everything I desire, and I'm safe in this moment while I'm listening to this. And it just adds a little bit of extra emphasis on overriding that computer, overriding your brain into staying safe with a regulated nervous system, hearing those positive truths over and over and over again consistently, I saw a drastic change within seven days of doing that practice for the very first time. After you get comfortable with that, you can go back to the beginning and redo the whole thing with new limiting beliefs and rewriting them to new positive truths and making a new recording. And it honestly ends up being pretty fun because a newsflash, you will never run out of limiting beliefs. It's kind of like a spiral staircase. I like to imagine it as once you defeat the first layer, right? Then second layer will pop up. And once you defeat the second layer, another set of limiting beliefs will come up. And and not to say they'll be as intense, but they will be there. So if we can solidify and build a rock solid foundation on how to fight back on those limiting beliefs, you guys are going to be set up for success. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) But Alina, if you have anything else to add to that, I would love to hear it. Thank you so much, Kaden, for sharing your techniques. And it's so amazing that you saw such drastic changes. And I would also like to share a similar but a bit different practice and it kind of these are like four steps but all of the four steps are also have under categories for them so the first step would be reset so this is really being self-aware of your limiting beliefs identify them and how you can identify them is really asking yourself really go deep into yourself you can do a meditation for this this might even take a couple of days to identify them Um, or even try to reflect on your behavior try to reflect on your thoughts what are you telling yourself on a daily basis and then as soon as you identified them as Caden said I also love to write them down on a piece of paper and then afterwards what I like to do is to burn this paper 
to either burn it or you can bury it somewhere or you can burn it and throw the ashes in the ocean or in the water somewhere. And when I do this, I really visualize that all these limiting beliefs are gone now and that I'm really releasing everything that no longer serves me. And then on another page, I also like to write the positive beliefs, the good affirmations. But there I would also like to highlight that it's super, super important how you write them. Because I see a lot of people doing this a bit wrong because when you use words like don't. So for example, when you write, I don't want to feel insecure anymore. This is not a positive belief because our subconscious mind does not understand words like don't or not. So try to eliminate those words and only use positive words. Like Kaden gave you also good examples when you say I'm not enough, you just write I am enough. It can be really easy. Then the second step would be your vision. So what does your abundant you look like? What does the love you deserve look like? Set your standards and set your standards high. Don't be afraid to set your standards high here. And then you can create a vision board. That This vision board can be created digitally or physically, however you like. And then it's really important to create rituals around this. So this means that you practice it on a daily basis. I also like to record affirmations like Hayden did and listen to them. Or you can can always in the morning when you wake up you can set the tone for the day when you just write down five positive affirmations or you just write down in a positive way how you want your day to look like or how you react today and even in the evening before you go to sleep when something didn't go as planned you can just go back to this memory in this day and act as if everything went well you know you can also rewrite this day and when you go to sleep you can also think about the next day and how you want to act next day on the next day and how you want things to go the next day and here it's also really important don't chase attract everyone has their own timing everything happens in our own tempo just think about it you had these limiting beliefs for so many years you had this negative self-talk for many many years and of course it will also take a couple of days weeks months to rewrite them it's a process as soon as you did the first step it will get easier and you can be so proud of you for doing this work for taking back the control and then the last and the fourth and final step would be to really protect your energy to really be so aware of what is your circle basically and what is the circle of other people and don't let negative things affect you so much be aware of this when another person say something negatively to you you don't have to soak it in that much this is just the opinion of another person about you but this does not have to become your story this does not have to become your limiting belief and this is also really important to just always be aware of with what you feed 
your mind, body and soul. And this is not this with this I mean the people that are surrounding you. What kind of people are around you? Are these positive people? Are these negative people? How are they treating you? But also what kind of music are you listening to? What things do you watch on social media? What movies do you watch? What books do you read? Etc. etc. What activities do you do daily? Because these are all things how you feed your brain, how you feed your body and soul. It's so important to be really cautious of it because we can not only nurture our bodies through food, but also through all these things. And I think this is a good um, ending point. So, Kaden, do you have anything else that you want to add here? No, I really enjoyed listening to you make those points. And I appreciate you for noting that the way you write those positive truths matters. Mm -hmm. You've got to write them as if they were already true. And you've got to write them yes. in a positive light all around. So yeah, I really enjoyed all those points. Oh, I also wanted to say, if you've made it this far in the podcast, in my opinion, you've already started doing the work. Yes. You've already started the journey of discovering what limiting beliefs are, how to get out of them, how to untangle yourself from them, how to no longer identify with them. And that's admirable. And we appreciate that you're here and we're excited for you. And yeah, I think that's a perfect place to end this episode. So we hope you got so much out of it. This was a fun episode for us to create for sure. Mm -hmm. You know the drill. Mark your calendars for every Monday at 11.11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And at 8.11 p.m. Middle European Time. And remember, make today special.